It's February the 13th, 2021, and this is The Future of Photography. The Future of Photography. And we're back with another episode of this wonderful podcast. Isn't it wonderful? I think it's wonderful. It is wonderful. <laughs> I think it's, it is wonderful. Better than that. Iman, Jeremiah, Adrian. Wonderful. How's everyone today? Everyone's everyone's Good. not really with us, I think. Imar is watching a match while we're <laughs> recording. And uh, and uh, Jeremiah is watching some, I don't know, some trial. Is there something interesting going on right now? <laughs> something. Closing mm. arguments, Possibly. yeah. I'm trying really hard not to be a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the cat thing uh, is um we should have we should have really started all you, as cats we next, really it's always next week yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's always next yeah. week um it is episode 168 um we have three things on this episode not just one topic as usual we have a a quick uh, news update, something that came through the blogs. And I, I've been sent this for, from four or five different sides. Uh, everyone was really excited about this. Um, we'll talk about that. Second thing is we want a teleprompter update from Adrian because uh, <laughs> we made an episode about it. And I know that a few things have changed. So um, we might uh, talk about this a bit. And then it's our uh, the, kind of the main thing that we decided for this episode to take pictures and talk about them. So... Mm-hmm. That's the three things we have planned. The first thing is, yeah, the 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 blog entry. It wasn't the blog entry. It was a Wired article that came through. And it was in everyone's, on every photographer's mind, uh, an article about new flat lenses coming out. See, I like, I like the idea <laughs> of flat lenses. I like, I mean, we've yeah, talked about lenses. this before. We've talked about that before and... I, I don't know. A long time I don't know. ago, I think. A long time ago. <clears throat> long time ago, and uh, I, I, I was, I was very skeptical, and I, uh, I kind of still am. So uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know about you. No, it's just like a pancake lens for your camera. I, but personally, it's, it's just about how sharp the lens is. Oops. Rather than this is the wrong design. one. Here we go. Well. Um, so, so no, it's not. I, well, it's not. T- That's the thing. I read the article. I looked into it, and we had this a couple of times uh, here on the show before. Um, let me figure this out. We had uh, episode five, very early episode of the Future of Photography, where we talked about Adrian and I talked about flat lenses. Um, episode sixty-five, titled "Toothpaste-Based Lenses," which was about <laughs> the material used <laughs> in that. And it's always the same thing. And I'm, I, I was really skeptical when I saw this one. It's always the same thing. They are coming up with these, what they call meta materials, which is like a flat sheet of like a silicon uh, based, like they make processors. And they have like nanostructures on that. So you have a lens that doesn't have any extent. It's just a flat piece of something. And uh, Wired in the article claimed that it's just, uh, it's right around the corner. And okay. I looked, I looked a bit... I looked a bit into it, and I found that that is not necessarily the case. Because, um, um, I, I mean, the, the, the really, really full-hearted claims, like a new lens technology is primed to jumpstart phone cameras. The optics in your smartphone have been the same for more than a decade, and that's about to change. And then they go, like, there will, there will be no camera bumps anymore because you can make everything flatter. And... Turns out, no, <laughs> no. I looked into that, and they are still at the, sp- they're still at a point where those lenses don't have like a full uh, color range. They're actually in a very wow, narrow, okay. in a very narrow piece of the spectrum. We're talking, we're talking uh, the um, far or near infrared, nine hundred forty <laughs> nanometers plus minus like twenty nanometers. Really, really. Do you? I have a range. question for the for the group here about sure. lens design, new lens design specifically for uh, cameras. Um, don't you think that the next version, real jump in lens design, will be basically AI based, where it won't be as much of a traditional lens design, 
with curved glass and focus points and all the rest of it, but it will be a way of a transparent, translucent piece of optics that interpolates every pixel for what it really is um, under conditions of kind of high-speed wireless communication. So that, that's interesting, because in two ways. One is it's like those massive arrays of radio Oops. telescopes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting technology today. Keep, it was like that on. boring. You had to run the outro music already. Oh, oh, keep on going. Keep on going. We're, we're done. We're done. <laughs> so it's interesting because you know, in, in one way, what you described there, Jeremiah, sounds like radio telescopes or, or, or other wavelengths, you know, astronomical measuring devices, where you know, where, where they they do operate large arrays and the collectors are, are a long way apart from each other, and so and and they have to use, if not AI, then at least software, um, to to stitch stuff together. Like remember the the picture they took of a black hole uh, a couple of years back that that, you know, that right. was phenomenal and um, then the other thing actually is something we've had for some years already which it, yeah because if you think about it um something like you know uh, a little pocket sony camera the the rx 100 line i think um i think they were one of the early lines of cameras to have software correction for known lens aberrations not on an again, not on an AI basis, but you know the you know the it is the, the lens doesn't work on its own, as it were. Yes. You know, it only works in conjunction with the software in the camera. So so yes, I believe you, but possibly I believe you because I think we're all halfway there already. <laughs> it just sounds like a good idea. Yeah, it's sky replacements in camera. That's what AI is for, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Getting rid of objects that don't belong. Yes. taking selfies that make you look great. Um, no, uh, optical design hasn't really changed. <clears throat> it, it's like the history of film until we had a, a jump to digital filmmaking that was equal or better quality. Uh, the technology of basically just sprockets and uh, the photography of moving images where an image would be captured, then next one pulled down, pulled down, pulled down. So this hasn't really changed. And lens designs have gotten more sophisticated in terms of the materials used, i.e. the kind of fluorite or, you know, whatever they're using to, to kind of get light through glass with more efficiency uh, is still an old design. And it, it still doesn't take into consideration is it, what we. Is that capable. strictly true? Because my impression is that if I bought a fifty mil one point four lens in nineteen eighty, it'd fit in my jeans pocket, right? If I buy a fifty mil one point four lens today, I need a forklift. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, and and those and those that's. That, those flat lenses won't really change that. I mean, they, they will be lighter for sure when, if they come, when they come, but they will not be, they, they will still be lenses, right? They will still focus the light in very much the same way as preppers, regular lenses do. So the designs will probably not change that much, possibly. But again, this is, this is kind of yeah. the main gist here. There's, there's, there's nothing spectacular, really spectacular happening right now, as far as I can tell. Um, some changes Must here have been and there. Must a slow news week. <clears throat> sort of, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could, uh, you know, to sum this up, I, I just think that image capture could weight itself much more to uh, software um, than hardware, as yeah. it's been for the last Yeah. Year. Oh, there will yes. be changes for sure. Um, Adrian, on to your teleprompter odyssey quest. story. Uh, quest. <laughs> Odyssey. Well, an Odyssey, Odyssey was quite a long journey, if I remember, and this one is actually uh, this one is actually quite a short journey. Um, uh, so last week we we did a show all about whether or not I should get a teleprompter, and I was quite positive by all of that. So uh, I went out straight after the show. Went out. Who am I kidding? I didn't. I didn't go out. <laughs> Sorry, slip of the tongue there. Old old school language models. Uh, yeah, I, I swift, swiftly after we stopped recording, I went and ordered uh, a teleprompter and a small monitor to work with it. They duly arrived and very excitedly i set them up and the following day i packed them back up and shipped them back off and got uh, and returned them uh, a, a number of reasons so uh so so, so you are looking off the you're looking at your camera right now you're I not looking, looking into right a, a mirror of sorts 
No, not I'm not. No, so I'm looking straight into the lens of my camera, and of course, as I do that, I, I am unable to look the three of you in the eye, as it were, because mm. you're on my laptop screen, which is sat on the desk below. Um, so, uh, first off, the positives. Um, the 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 kit I ordered was really good kit, right? So uh, it, it seemed it was well made, it worked well, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I set it up on my little tabletop tripod. Uh, but it, it, but ultimately it just kind of dominated my space and I couldn't really think or about anything else other than the tri- other than the, the teleprompter that was lurking right in front of me. Uh, so I think you know, in a different scenario, if I had my camera further away, for example, you know, uh, which I don't have the opportunity to do in my setup. Uh, but if I had the camera further away or something like that, it would have been great. Um, uh, but it, but that it, it just it was a bit overbearing. Um, the the whilst the kit I bought was great, the monitor and the teleprompter themselves were were really of different scales. So the monitor was quite small within the teleprompter setup. So I did think about getting uh, you know just sending the teleprompter bit back, keeping the monitor and buying a smaller teleprompter unit. Uh, uh, in the end decided against that because although the monitor was great uh, and it was really nice to just be able to look at the the lens couple of things uh, I wasn't quite comfortable with one is the the monitor was was um, very small um, not very small but you know uh, not not big and that meant the computer UI on the monitor having it as a second screen was, was tiny and it was going to strain my eyes to look at it um, and secondly, um, I noticed that even if I was, even with a small monitor, if I was looking at the edges of the monitor, it still didn't look like I was looking in the camera lens because you have to look, you have to look almost <laughs> directly down the lens to get that eye contact mm. effect. I did a few little test recordings um, and I found that if I had a screen full of people, let's say I was in a meeting with six other people and they were all on this monitor screen, uh, that uh, if I was looking at the ones on the edge, it still didn't look like I was looking them in the eye. Um, so overall, it didn't quite achieve what I wanted it to achieve. Great tech, different circumstances. It worked really well. Like a one, if I was doing mostly one-on-one conversations, and I balanced the size of the teleprompter with the size of the monitor and stuff like that, that could be really good. Um, you know, follow. I watched a few of those Errol Morris things that you guys you know talked about last week, mm. and yeah, you know, I could see how one-on-one that would work really, really nicely. Yeah. Um, but but wasn't for me. So. No harm, no foul. Tried it. It was an experiment. Didn't quite work. Got excited about it. Got to play with some new kit. And then got to send it back. <laughs> I also um, remember this whole thing being a bit of an odyssey, being a bit of a, a quest, a journey to figure out what works, what doesn't work. And I tried all sorts of different things until I arrived at what was kind of comfortable for me. So Waiting for software. Well, as I said, if, if we if we were doing this in FaceTime, Apple's FaceTime, then it would correct our eyes automatically. And, and that's Ooh, about weird. it. And that's about it. So I'll, I'll get my phone. And that's <laughs> all you need, right? Over FaceTime. Yeah. Well, that is another thing. So this is, yeah. So again, I mean, with the setup I have, I'm I'm already, you know, in the in the audio visual sense, probably way, well, definitely way ahead of most of the people that I work with, who who are either using you know the equivalent of call center headsets or, or you know or, or they're just using the microphones and speakers in their laptops and mm. yeah, and the cameras in their laptops. So you know, I uh, in terms of uh you know one of one of my professed objectives which is to to continue to up my game and be professional in my you know look professional in in as as i try and act professional in my professional appear life professional. appear prof- thank you yes if you can fake that you can fake anything right? <laughs> so uh, uh i think I, I the setup that i bought i i was was not quite necessary to to keep me above that curve Water. yet <laughs> yet until everybody else gets better cameras then i'll have to do something <laughs> okay let's uh look into our main topic we had uh given each other the tasks to decimate each other's photos now well to decimate one of adrian's one of photos mine. and then decimate <laughs> our own photos so what we're we talking about um decimate is this iphone app that does glitch type photography that filters and, and kind of destroys pictures with different kinds of filters. And uh, the task was to take, no, to, to r- first to run a photo by Adrian through a decimate. So Adrian gave us uh, 
or was it a shot of your garden or something? Um, yeah, it was from the back of the house out into the mm-hmm. field behind the house. Um, it was a Sunrise, foggy morning with the sun coming up behind the trees. And Right. And the second part shall was... We... Sorry, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, sh- shall we talk about what decimate is for those who don't we'll really we'll know it we'll look at it at the at the with the photos i think we can easier explain it when we look mm-hmm. at the actual photos um just to finish at the second the part, one thing i do the one thing i do want to say about the whole exercise in terms of decimate yeah is mm-hmm. of all the apps that uh, i have used I found it almost impossible to control <laughs> and revisit we'll, what I've done. We'll yeah. get to that. We'll yeah. get to that. Um, but the second, the second part was uh, to t- take our own photo. Each of one, each of us take one of our, of our own photos and uh, do whatever decimate does on it. Um, and I think we've all failed because we've all submitted like. <laughs> I don't know. Ten feels, photos. <laughs> feels like twenty photos each. It's probably not that many, but um, so um, let me let me. It was bring... seven. That's what I did seven. You started it, Chris, and I <clears> think everyone just followed you. Well, so so here's here's what I did. I I submitted <laughs> six or seven photos, but just as a as an explanation kind of thing to show you how I got to that result that I've got to and ah. Uh, and you and you and you took the cue and said, "Oh, he's made more than one." So Ooh, seven. Let's do that. Um, so let me let me just start showing those photos to give you an idea. I don't think we have the original by Adrian here, but you can kind of guess what it looks like by just looking at them. So mm-hmm. um, I'll just go to through through my progression and how I got to this result. And I'm full. I fully agree with you, Jeremiah. This app is almost impossible to control and it's <laughs> it has like a whole bunch of yeah. different filters built in and you can choose those and uh then you, there's there's like buttons to randomize things and that that can be the filter but selection. then when you find one you like you find that you can't remember <laughs> exactly. the name of it so you can't get back to where you were <laughs> so yeah once you once you paper next to you once you randomized it and went forward you cannot really go back to what you saw like mm-hmm. a second earlier so i i did i guess what most of us did uh, i just randomized it and, and waited for a good result to come up and then play with that a bit so that is that is the way the app is built uh, it yes. always has been i mean the app must be 10 years yeah. old at this yes. point um it's one of the very early apps but it's there's the there's the um there's the macro level and the micro level if you like yes. so you can randomize the effects there's a mm-hmm. list of what 20 different effects which are very destructive i mean pixels mm-hmm. will die i mean here's an example um, this was my first one and then this was the second one and it just tore everything mm-hmm. apart of course that's yeah. what you want to do in this app and then this is another one mm-hmm. and i kind of like i love this. that one i like this pixelation yeah. now i'd love to take that and do something else with it you know mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, I, I, this this particular effect, yeah. and again, I can't remember what they're all called either, but this particular effect that yeah, Chris is showing right is now lovely. is kind it's of like the, a reminds me of all, a cross between a Liechtenstein yeah. painting and, and so an like old a, newspaper a print from effect, the 80s. Yeah. You know, it's dot, you know, dot, lot, lot, lots of lots of dots making up the picture. Looks like a dot matrix print. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look like a dot matrix To me, it looks print. like a, a cross <laughs> stitch, like a tapestry. Uh, yeah, that's it, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know? Good point. Yeah, and and, and so, I kept hitting, I, I kept hitting that that randomize everything button, and then uh, hmm. yeah, that was one that was okay-ish, and then and this happened, funny. and I was like, whoa, holy cow, <laughs> what <laughs> happened? So for for all You're of you, who are, for all of you who are listening, um, this is like it looks like a, an exploding sun in the top, and. Uh, Weird tentacles, psychedelic, psychedelic tentacles coming down. But I like this little sun thing up there because it kind of corresponds with the with the sun that is in the original picture. But this was a bit Mm. too crass, and then I went into the details and I just toned it down a bit. And this was my result. I ended up with uh, Ah, more more preserved, more of the world, with more of the world, and this is the artificial part. It is a frustrating app to use at times because, you know, uh, <laughs> yes. especially when you're not getting good results. So you're clicking away at the <laughs> at the, the the heavy randomizer, uh, and then yeah. you know, just as you see something you like, you, your thumb back. is in clicking mode still, and you click past oh, the effect yeah. that you like before you can stop. Can, can I just say I didn't use the randomizer at all? I, oh, ah, interesting. Okay. There we go. He just went in and chose. I just 
started yeah. to play with combinations. So yeah. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll go through. This is, uh, by the way, this is our future photography gallery. It's at tftf.com slash photos. We'll put the link into the show notes so you can all see them. And I'll go just in the order of submit submitted photos. So the one that I took, my own photo, and uh, decimated is, is a self selfie that... <laughs> I just liked how it duplicated me and then put some weird fork, fork-like structure in the left there. I have no idea where that came from. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lunchtime. Oh, it's good. That's fun. It's, it's, uh, it's giving you a funny-looking face, Chris. That, 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 that's exactly what I was going for. Yeah. So. It, it, is, yeah. it is difficult. It, it is an interesting app to use because you, you, it, a lot of it is random. A lot of it is serendipitous. There are some controls. You can control blend modes and op- opacity uh, and, and stuff like that. Yes. But it is. it is, And you Even can choose which effects to, get. Very mm. hard to, to. I mean, they don't really use the blend modes accurately they, they kind of imply you know yeah like yeah. When you, yes. they just layer layers on layers on layers which is effective but but there's no way of really controlling it um, <laughs> yeah the, unless you do it one at a time and you bake them in because there is a um, there's a fl- there's a layer flattening function so you can use one effect at a time get uh, it to okay. a point that you like it with a blend mode and, and a keep, particular yeah. randomized set of parameters. That's exactly what I La- Yeah, flat, flatten it and then add another layer. So you can, you can build it up, but ultimately you don't have a great deal of control. Mm-hmm. It's interesting you find it very frustrating, Jeremiah. <laughs> so let's, let's move well, on. to get a result. <laughs> Whose is that? Oh, these are mine. Okay. Mine. So, I like this one a lot. I'm, so, I'm so a fan this, of this one. Yeah. It looks like, this look, yeah, it it looks like an, antlers, yeah. yeah. Antlers, yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's taken mm, the, tr- does, the branches yeah. of the trees and made them look like antlers. It's kind of what I, I, I would think of as a kaleidoscope effect. Right, exactly. In, in yeah, it's it's yeah. duplicated images and, and, and mirrored images. So it's mm. it's it's come out with a, a, a semi-symmetrical pattern, really, out of all of it. A Rorschach test. Which is, Did you miss <laughs> not having some just basic exposure color uh, and contrast controls? No, no I, just, were, I just enjoyed it. <laughs> well, let it, go. It's, just, it's like shooting a Holger, you know. You just got to let go and enjoy it. Interestingly enough, this oh. photo. I mean, there's the there's the antlers, but then there's also like the sun is is is, is like they're so often that it looks yeah. like you're 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 actually looking into headlights of like a UFO coming mm. at you. So, oh uh, yeah, interesting. I hadn't mm. thought that. Yeah, good point. Very alien world. feeling. Yeah, I like this. With about eight or nine suns in the picture now, as yes. it's, the way it's duplicated the pattern. So that yeah, that was one. Uh, here was some sort of you know cra- crazy colors, posterization kind of thing. Um, it some light effect in the middle that looks like as almost like a mm-hmm. I don't know a, 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 an enormous comet or something like that in the sky, <laughs> not far from the sun. So, mm-hmm. so that one was a bit of fun. Uh, what's the next? Uh, oh, I, I too enjoyed the That's the pointer list slash cross hatching yeah. effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to find out the name of that. Yes. one. Yes. <laughs> Good yeah. luck with that. Yeah, you have to go through them <laughs> one by one. The fi- you know, the filters. Yeah. So so I yeah. I played with it a few yeah. times. Uh, okay. All right, now this is one of my own. Um, so uh, I love that. That would be a beautiful painting. I really it? like that. Yeah. Well, you beautiful. can sometimes get yeah. Although it looks it's like designed. a desert. Is it in a desert somewhere? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, actually, it it's like... the sea. Ah. Uh, wow. So. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a there's a so draw, yeah. you'll see, So what you're seeing here is I'm stood on the beach and there's a oh, and a pier. What, uh, the, there's a row of wooden posts to stop the beach and to see what they call mm. a groin in this country. I don't know if that's a word that travels, but. Uh, yeah, uh, but not in the same mm-hmm. way. Exactly. That's just no why I asked. So, 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 <laughs> well, when the current yeah. of a beach goes across the beach and can wash the sand away and they build wooden stakes out and a big fence to stop the beach being washed yeah. away, that's called a groin. I think it's uh-huh. spelled G-R-O-Y-N-E, I think, but I may uh. be wrong on that. I think you might be right. Uh, it looks and, like an impressionist uh, painting of like where a Tourig village would be. Exactly. Yeah. Well, behind exactly. that, so, so the big the big blob of, of pink in the middle of the of picture is actually a wave crashing, and in the background is, is a pier. So yeah. it, it's, it's, it's a bit more visible oh. in the next shot, I think. Yeah. There you go. I like that That's one. Much same more visible, same yeah. shot. Yes. That's really kind of painterly looking as well. Isn't yeah, it? yes. Um, and we're we're quite lucky in this country. You have you know lots of lots of old piers that stick out into the sea, and yeah, that what particular one is Worthing Pier for anybody that knows it on the <laughs> south coast of England. Uh, not far from Brighton. 
And this one, and this one is Brighton. pretty much only or mostly color, color decimated, right? Yes. Yeah, so this is well. It's, yes. So this is uh, where blending mode's the key. So I think the blending mode behind this one was uh, the color dodge blending mode. So it's applying color changes, but it's doing that in a way that lightens the image as opposed to color burn, <laughs> which darkens. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's a nice one. That one. Um, I probably cool. had loads more. Uh, well, um, is this, this one, one is of the River Thames. Yeah, this is one of mine as well. This is the River Thames in the evening. I'm stood on... Is that the bridge near the, uh, the uh, what do you call it, the gallery? Yes. So so at the very right-hand side of the frame is the bridge where people, you can just about make out people walking along it. It's, um, it's the Jubilee Bridge so that they, yeah. that they attach to the side of the Hungerford Bridge railway station that goes mm -hmm. into Charing Cross. Uh, the building just to the left of it is the Royal Festival Hall. So that's the south bank of the River Thames. And then off in the distance on the left hand side, you can just about make out the dome of St. Paul's and the bit mm. uh, and aside that the very tall buildings in the square mile, the financial district in the centre of London. And I like the, the the city part on the left being like mirrored on top of it. It's got a bit of an inception yeah, feeling. Yeah. 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 Yes. I did get yeah. quite a few that came with a sort of inception feeling. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That is something that does really well. That one is cool. Oh, this one is interesting. So this yeah, was, I like what it did with the triangle. This one totally. was semi on purpose. The reason I included this one is it's semi on purpose. So this is a picture of the Transport Museum in Glasgow. Um, and the building yes. is, of, it, the, 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 the very jaggedy roof uh, is, is actually how the building is built. <laughs> so that's Beautiful not an artifact building, of yeah. the, the, um, of the, the app that is actually the building um, and i'm stood as you might be able to make out from the right hand side i'm stood on a tall ship which is um, berthed outside it so mm -hmm. you've got the old and the new you've got the very new museum very uh, yeah very modern architecture um, and i'm stood on a, a sailing boat <laughs> um, uh, and I, I chose deliberately to use whichever filter it is and i have no idea that creates a sort of triangular or parallelogram <laughs> yeah. type patterns because i thought it would complement the uh, it would complement the architecture of the building. So like, this one is on does, purpose, yeah. folks. On it purpose. Totally does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you actually, you are the master of decimate. You, you can control it. We yeah. should all, we uh, should yeah. all bow before you because. Absolutely. Um, yes, yeah. I yeah. agree. You're too kind. Too kind. <laughs> so, oh, who's is this? Who's is that? This is my. This is my coffee cup. Oh, it's a coffee cup. I'm oh, looking right, down yes. on my on my coffee. My cup that I, I my cup that I bring. I was going to say week. that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, same thing. Put it on randomize, and um, that was pretty much my favorite one out of. Um, like that again. If I could just remember the names of some of them, that this particular effect that makes those lines is Scan lovely lines, at times. Yeah, yeah. But like that, you can't um, you can't control it very well. No. So I thought that we had to take an actual image rather than edit a pre-existing one. So that was why I started in this way with um, that was my first uh, try at it. And um, yeah, it was that was just my favorite one from five or six. of them. I like the colors. Um, on it. I like the colors. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally random. So I, I can claim uh, nothing. Well, you, per you <laughs> no press the you press the right button, and, and you can you kind have of the right see. Look. You can see the reflection of my. Uh, you can see the reflection of the corner of my phone in the cup of coffee. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I, which I don't I like. I think we could do a in, an episode on abstraction and photography. Mm. And uh, yeah, That'd I be think good. so. Just mm. uh, writ large, something that that covers um, a lot of a uh, people working in it, uh, mm. technology that's involved in it, and uh, and kind of the relationship between abstract painting and abstract yeah. photography. I think that would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Def anyway. Definitely. Definitely uh, in my wheelhouse. And uh, then you did a scale email, by the way. Yeah, this is uh, really oh. good. Right. My other, the other one, you see in the, the clash, I went a bit mad and I just, I took one picture and I can't remember which one of them was first, but I just kept randomizing the same picture. So that's just and then you oh, went, different effects. And then you went, I really like that. You went all Warhol on yourself. <laughs> yeah. 
I did, and th- that's just a collage app, and I just stuck yeah. them all into to 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 make one image. The like many it. moods. Oh, the, of the many so, moods. So those <laughs> those listening, this is twelve but the times. Blue one was Imar. my favorite. <laughs> the blue one was my favorite, but then that's that that's that um filter again that looks like a cross stitch that uh, we've yes, all. Yeah. Mm, there we go. That's lovely. So <laughs> the pink one yeah. in the corner. That, I the like one the that's pink one even more decimated too, yeah. than the others. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of those are notes. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, no, yeah, like, a good yeah, effect. I, think, um, I like it. I, I like the the overall yeah, uh, the overall impact too. of the collage. I really like definitely. Right, great oh, idea yeah, to make a, putting them together like this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a nice. It's a portrait. It's, it's so. actually not. Str- now that I see it in large, it doesn't look. Um, straight anymore so <laughs> i'll have to fix it yeah, <laughs> there's a couple fine. of the lines look look off but anyway i love um, love this so who's then i couldn't help Irish myself one. that's yes um my back window out my back window <laughs> and it started in decimate so i took it in decimate and it did the sort of double exposure thing that you can see the roofs um slightly and it shifted made, it yeah. made the blacks really black and I put that red blob there and you can sort of see the dragon straight lines as well. And then I couldn't help myself. So I took it into Mextras. <laughs> and then after that, I took it into Snapseed. <laughs> you you cheater, you. So that is a cheaty <laughs> one. But that, that's what I think decimate is after. I, I kind of it, it, it kind of brings it to a place where you'll take it somewhere else. That's interesting. Because you know, I'm not I'm not much of a one for adding textures i know i know you are Ema, and it's it's a, it's a feature of your work but it's not something that i do very often but i can mm. understand definitely how something that adds that kind of you know organic texture for want of a better term it complements really well the jaggediness of decimate so i, I really love this one mm. uh, for those uh, who are kind of intrigued by textures um adding a uh, light texture to an image, I mean, I'm speaking kind of through a Photoshop lens where you just mm. apply it and, and again, your blending modes are extraordinarily important. Yeah. And then your masking modes so you can actually mm. paint very subtle uh, textures on an image to enhance mm. or, or kind of push back um, to give a, a, a more of a feeling to it than a, a, a visual specific mm, mm. Um, is a technique that I, I happen to really like and embrace. Mm. So I, I, I love these. So next that's, photo. Um, that's Chris. Nope. I mean, no, 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 that's the original. That's, that's me the again. original. <laughs> so, sort of. Sort of. I think glitched. Adrian glitched. <laughs> Adrian glitched by Emer. Uh, yeah, so that was kind of the first one that I did, and it was I, like that. That was the first go at it, and I kind of chucked it into the random. And I like kind of like that one with the squares, very drawn to the center area of the the image in general, with the where the little fence is and the way the lights come through those trees. And mm. I love all these sort of twigs and things up in the on the left. So yeah, I, I kept it because I like I like this the strong contrast in that and the light. Um, so yeah. That's the first one. And, and uh, next one. This one, this is Decimate mm-hmm. straight from the camera. I don't know how I got there, but I, I love the negative thing. So I cropped it to square. Just I just to, want to say, um, how did you make this a night shot? quite but, sure yeah. what I did. I don't know. There, there is it's one like of that. there is one of the filters. We, it doesn't do it all the time, but I think yeah. if you put it on strongly, it can it can have a, an effect to turn it negative. Okay. Um, okay and I can't okay. remember which one it is. I, I want to know now because this I've actually kind of become obsessed with that section of it with all the branches, and I'm I'm kind of messing around with with that again. I brought it into Hipstomatic and it's given me a couple of nice results. So I think it's actually going to be my picture of the day. I think my three six five. Because I've spent decide. so much time, I spent. But obviously, we'll credit you for the original. <laughs> no, I, th- I think it's fair to say I can't remember what the legal term is, but you've definitely built upon my original image here. I'm pretty sure. 
it's well appropriated. I love that. Love that negative space there. I just think that's really, really good. Yeah, no, um, it, it, this is great. I mean, the, it's it is it it's uh, definitely very interesting the way it's drawn out the the twigs. So there's sort of two oh. scales actually. The one in the foreground is a tree peony, if I remember correctly, and in the background are big oak trees. Um, yeah, the big. Tree, we, yeah. Uh, sadly, only in my neighbour's garden now. We used to have a big oak tree at the back of our garden as well, but it fell down a few years ago in a storm. It wasn't very well. I I like our oak tree, but then in the fall you have to take its leaves off the lawn and stuff, and it's lots of work. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. Oh, look at this one. Oh. This, yeah, I just cropped that one again to take the wall out because I didn't like the wall. But again, it was random. What do you mean you don't like my wall? Um, <laughs> I apologise. I didn't like I didn't like how the wall looked in this particular Were you, uh, were you able iteration. to do this in Decimate? The, yeah. The cropping? Oh, no, I cropped no. it just before I, I posted uh, it earlier, actually. Because everyone when, was cheating. Yeah. Everyone was cheating. I, I, just cropped, I just cropped it in the iPhone, you know, in the in the Photos app um, just before I saved it and sent it up. Yeah, okay. Okay. I, I like the Cubist effect. Is, I hadn't seen the Cubist effect applied so, at a 40-degree angle, 45-degree angle previously. Yeah, so like that, that. that's an interesting Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, no idea how I got there. should have written all this down. But <laughs> We know how you got there. You oh, kept pressing the randomize <laughs> button. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, given the it's number good. of like filters that. and parameters, it can take a long time to get to that result. Yes. Yeah. I like what it's doing up in the left-hand corner where it's sort of double exposed all the branches. So it looks like there's twice as many of them. Yeah, oh, that's kind of that's what I want to do is like take sections of them now, take them away and do something else with them. Like they kind of would lend themselves to nice prints, I think. Mm. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't mm -hmm. they? Definitely. <clears throat> well, that's one of mine following the rules very specifically, <laughs> I might add. Very uh, purple. <laughs> I, I originally had only posted two and then I felt so intimidated that I posted <laughs> yet a third with some corrections based on what uh, Imar had done when violently accused of cheating by Chris. So I reposted. Did that feel violent? Did that feel violent? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> this morning early it did, yeah, <laughs> before I woke up. Anyway, this one, um, again, this was an exploration. I wanted to keep the the original image, and, and I was looking for a way not to over-glitch it, and, um, but, you know, use, use the color. I like the double exposure of it as, as well. Um, but I have no idea how I got here. It was really experimenting with uh, one filter at a time, flattening, adding another filter. If I didn't like it, I would just kind of keep going. And I, I actually think this is probably two or three um, filters that I used. Um, I was kind of trying to feel uh, for how it actually changes color rather than... Um, mm texture or lensing so that was my interpolation i, I like that uh, so i like dreamy. The, i like what this does to our language because you just said mm. i think one of my favorite sentences of of this episode i didn't want to over glitch it <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it is it's, it's, well it's to be fair it is one of to. the more subtle images we've been discussing mm. today yep sure. right? so, totally yeah, yeah. Totally. it's definitely I, I like not the way over glitched that, yes yeah, I like, <laughs> no. I, it still retains. So what you guys went of course seen is is what it actually looked like with a, with a pair of eyes. So so yeah. often what happens at this time of year is <clears throat> I come out yeah yeah in the morning, um, and because the sunrise is so late, you know, often the sun isn't fully risen. You know, this particular day it was quite it was a, a thick mist. It eventually burned off, but not until you know lunchtime ish or maybe slightly later mm. even, which is unusual here. And so, you know, you do get, it, it is quite a, 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 a subtle uh, feeling in the light because of all the, the fog or the mist. And this picture of Jeremiah's retains that. So totally. it, 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 I, I, I can see that because I, of course, saw it with my own eyes, but you guys maybe not didn't have the advantage of that. So uh, I like this one a lot. Well, that. It's lovely. Mm. Uh, this is, uh, again, uh, coming out of my front door and looking up and seeing... <laughs> The squirrel who lives on my property watching me, thinking, are there nuts involved? But I, So I just took a, a snap, and, and again, I was trying to work with 
color and yet retain the image. Yeah, um, that, and that comes find, across a lot. Actually, I really like. Yeah, I like this I because found that very hard to do. It is hard with Decimate mm. to do. You have to be, and again, you're very careful with the blending modes, and also you have to flatten your layers regularly. Yeah. Um. So it, it is. Yeah. It is. It is a tricky one. Opacity it works well as well. So sometimes I found. Once you, if where you want to do something that's a bit more destructive, but still retain the images, you can use a more destructive filter, but lower the opacity of that layer. That that one, yeah. works, that works quite and, well. And well. Uh, you can also just save the image as you go along, so that mm. you can reload it if if you've gone too far. So. so when you destroy your pixels, you can recover. Adrian them. and Jeremiah, when when are you going to bring out your um, your tutorial video for Decimate? Because you both seem to have <laughs> figured out so much better than uh, than Imar and I have. Uh, that's not uh, well, I think my my final one was the one that I was most happy with. Uh, the next image uh, is something that I was. Th this one or the other one? Oh, that is so cool. Well, yeah. if I'm going to be a purist, it would be the other one. But we can look at this <laughs> because the that's the <laughs> that is a decimated image. I love um, what it what it did with the colors. Yeah, and I that, love that again, that's color. what I was trying to kind of reshape the colors. Uh, there's a, a 3D artist um, who calls himself Mankind. Um, who builds, you know, uh, environments. I think he uses World Creator, uses Unreal Engine. And he tends, he's working on a piece right now that that is filled with this kind of pop color on forests and stuff. So I was, I, I you know, I've been trying to, to explore what he's been doing, but this is just with regular photography. And I, I feel this is good. I did bring it into Snapseed for my own edification. Yeah. And <laughs> just for, for the final result for something that I, I just Do it, felt, Which does give it a bit more uh, really coherence nice. as an image, I think. Mm. It's easier yeah, to see what's what going on. So, I, so, this is, so this is really interesting. For those that can't see it, I love this. So this this presumably is is on one of your daily walks around yes. Venice, you know, taking uh -huh. a picture of you know, <clears throat> uh, a little jetty with some boats and a house in the background across a canal. And uh, you know, the colour plays. It looks like it's picked up on many of the lighter surfaces in the image and you've got mm. rainbows of, of color, uh, uh, but, but, you know, feel like they're being painted onto the surface of the things in the like image painting. rather than actually, you know, blocking yeah. over it. So I really like this. Very clever. It, it, it was, it was like shooting through a stained glass window, except the colors wrap around the subject. And I thought that was Really, an interesting, mm. um, successful use of the of, of of just the the application. And uh, I have no idea how I how I found that. And it was Snapseed. All I did is I used a circular um, lens mm. blur um, to just kind of focus the eye a little bit of vignetting, and that's and not it. just I didn't touch not just else that. Anymore. For me, for me, the colors um, suggest that it's like a, more of a, of a toy scape, and yes. with with that mm. filter around it, it, it kind of gives it a bit of that tilt shift kind of miniature kind of effect. Yeah. So it looks more like a playground scene with a toy boat, and everything is nice, colorful, and contrasting. Yeah. So. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I'm happy with this. So here we go. Is that the is that oh, the last I one? I think that's the winner. So, so what have no, we no, all learned? Right? Wait, have have we all more. had fun? There's two more. Oh, sorry. Wait, oh no, wait, they're wait. they're too, they're no 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 no. They're just to do with my pick of the week. Ah, okay. Ah, oh, oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. We'll come okay. back to those. Oh. Not even for, yeah. Come back to those. So, did we all have it fun? Was, was more. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes. Loads. And I'm and I'm pretty uh, sure yeah. the 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 podcast <laughs> listeners who now are in the car uh, or doing their chores and listening to this are like, what are they talking about? So we apologize for this being a bit more of a visual episode this time. For me, I, I, I it was not it was more challenging than fun. Um, it's probably one of my least favorite oh. apps. Oh, being okay. A control being a control free. Oh well, you can choose next uh, time. <laughs> there are glitch apps that I actually like better. Um, I like to know that I can repeat an effect um, and control the effect to my benefit. 
And I felt that mm. Glitch Wallet offered mainly randomized glitching, and then you can apply its force. There was no um, rhyme or reason of how these glitch filters were presented. In other words, it didn't go from, you know, electronic glitches, you know, lens yeah, yeah, glitches, yeah, yeah. color yeah. glitches. If they would organize yeah. the app itself a little better, I may... I may That's like it. So I didn't like point. the design of the app, not mm. what it's capable of, because I think it obviously yep. is capable of a lot of really interesting things. I just felt it wasn't friendly to a photographer. That's it's really interesting because, you know, uh, f for me, um, it, it, it's almost the opposite. Um, be, yeah, so so for me, this is fun because this is the contrast between you, who is a real artist, and, and me, who is just having a play, right? Because mm. you know, for me, this this fulfills two things. One, one is that sometimes I, I I find it visually difficult to get started in my head, and so to have something that is as powerful as this and as random as this could give me ideas. And so, you know, you, which which then I could go and make more control of later in other apps or, or you know, effect, mm. similar effects. Um, and the other thing is, and this is one of the reasons that photography appeals to me so much, is that I don't have the the skills at, at drawing and painting uh, the, that a real artist would. Uh, and for me, not that photography can't be art in its own right, just as photography, but for me, the, the camera is a tool to allow me to try and capture the things that I see in my head, but don't have the motor skills to capture by hand. <laughs> so You know what would be interesting <laughs> is if you... Listen, I, I can paint and draw, I just do it really badly. <laughs> but But if you just spent a few weeks painting a small canvas, even recreating one of your photographs mm -hmm. so that you can really look at how the colors yeah. and, and paint look. Even if it only you were finally to look at it, I think yeah. it would change your photography yeah. Yeah. and, uh, and get you over that kind you of... You definitely don't hump. give yourself enough credit. That's right. Uh, you know, Often looking... Um, to the right and the left in terms of techniques can really apply a whole different discipline to one's work. Mm. Um, lately, you know, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but I, I've been working with um, the man who makes my inks in, in Vermont, John Cohn, and uh, we are working on a gravure print, an actual intaglio print of one of my lunar construct so it's it's a digital construct landscape which you could see on my website um that is uh I, i've built files that will be burnt or that, that already have been burnt this week onto a plate etched but not with half tones with continuous tone and then with wet paper and soaked and ground ink and whatnot and pull an intaglio print which is a 16th century technology mm -hmm and a modern polygonal construct into an image that has obviously never really been seen before. And I did the same thing with a mountain range that I created and uh, had it cast um, initially to do lost wax. I'm going to do a bronze out of it. And when you start to apply effectively photographic techniques or digital techniques mm. to existing old technologies, something else happens. Mm. Um, and it's that zone between them that is uh, really a great place to explore. So if you took a slide or projected from a Pico projector on a small canvas and just mm. paint your photo, you'd mm. be amazed at how that changes what you see when the next time you took your camera yeah, it sounds like an interesting exercise mm. you could include I, gerbils too like <laughs> you can you can shoot all the gerbils you want they don't mind <laughs> you can paint them and everything okay let's move on to the picks of the week and we'll start with adrian's adrian you're you have given us a link to a product i have this is oh uh, wait so the, this I links, links back to the... Just keep going. Here we go. <laughs> this this links back to 
the teleprompter experiment. So, so my link, my my pick of the week is, is well, the, let go. the pick of the week is is the monitor that, that I I oh. bought uh, and have since returned. Yeah. Um, but I think it's only fair. It was only fair to have one of those products as my pick of the week, seeing as you know I I tried them for such a short time before returning them because it was absolutely no reflection on the quality of the products. This little um, this little monitor, seven seven inch monitor, um, just really really nice um you know it just it just worked for one thing um it had the things you need and 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 other things you didn't need if um in the sense that uh you know it had hdmis in and out it had you could take power or it could fit camera batteries on it i mean it is a it is a monitor that's designed to fit on top of a camera perhaps in some way um uh whatever type of camera um uh, uh, so it, its color reproduction was quite good. It, it, you, it could have live histograms and scopes and things like that. Um, not that I needed those for office work, <laughs> uh, but it was uh, it was a great little bit, a uh, great piece of kit. And the reason I've chosen this one rather than the teleprompter itself is this is the one I found harder to pack back in its box. <laughs> so oh really? I really wanted to keep it, but I just have no use case for it, sadly. So see, um, see when, so whenever you whenever you see me in these episodes looking down to my left bottom i'm looking at exactly that monitor because this is my little <laughs> this is my little control monitor for the recording so um that's mm. when i check if everyone is like if everything is fine and the sound is coming through so i know this one i do know it i use yeah. it and it's mm. it's cheap but it does it does 1080p and it's uh it's pretty decent it does, little yeah. thing yeah yeah, and so um, yeah, it worked great. It, it would have worked fine as a com as a second uh, computer monitor, especially if you were doing you know editing and you were using it as a, a control monitor. You can calibrate it. You can change. You can change all the settings on it to make sure that you're getting a, a fairly true picture out of it. So um, it would uh, it would have been worked great if I if I needed it for that sort of thing. Which I could just see Emer thinking, this makes no sense to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, Imar. Speaking of Imar, here is Imar's pick yeah. of the week. It's an app. I, 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 yeah. I had way too much fun um, with messing around with apps this week. So this is Light Leap. If anybody knows Video Leap, if you've ever heard yeah. of that, I, I would use that quite a bit for um, just making little um, things for work and stuff. And I find it very good. Uh, and there's, what does it they've do? got a photo app that's called Photo Fox, which is just like a photo editor, but this appears to be new. Um, uh, it, it does the sky changing thing. <laughs> oh, it's is, a sky replacement? Um, that okay. was, that's, it does that, that's, it does masking. It kind of does, does light effects, changes, yeah. it does bokehs, it does, it, it's a bit, it, it's a bit wacky, you know, they're a bit fun. Um, it's good, I have this, I, I think this is a uh, fabulous app. I yeah, have, but their suite never, is good. I've never suite. actually done, yeah, it is actually, I agree with you. Um, I've never done sky replacement in any picture before, so um, I just added in I added into our um, shared album my version of of, sky of what I apply I use this for. Now it's a bit psychedelic and a bit colourful, but um, yeah, I was really impressed that it put that lovely sunset in the back of my picture. Very cool. You don't um, get those often in Ireland, right? <laughs> Not where I live because I'm not. I'm not. Not in the right place. I'm in a valley, and I'm. I'm. You know, the west is over there, so I don't really. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't get a nice sunset very often, or get to see it, unless I'm in the west. Got to come for a visit, Emar. Absolutely. When all this is done. Yeah. We'll, sunset we'll do that. to us here. We'll do that. The Wild we'll do Atlantic Way. You're trip. all welcome. Come on by. Yeah. Got, oh, bring yes, your masks. <laughs> so, Jeremiah, you have also chosen an app. Share with us. Well, I, I I did just to continue. Uh, I noticed that Adrian had ordered some specs. Yeah, I have. I've uh, ordered some and, anaglyph specs. Yeah, and and I have a feeling <laughs> that once he gets those specs, which I'm sure will be fast, uh, that that he will get addicted to shooting 3D images. And there's there's different. Um, obviously different apps that do it. This one I like because it allows me to line up the left and right images just with my finger. Uh, it's and called if it doesn't 3D work, could... Photo Stereo Image Maker. Yeah, and and it, it takes, you know, left and right, obviously. It will separate it. You could output it and load it into another 
application. So, um, so when you say left and right, you, you take those pictures in succession and it'll make this into like an anaglyph or something. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And um, so it obviously works best for things that are not moving. True. Uh, and that's why you haven't seen many pictures of the squirrel. <laughs> can, you, can, you have, can you have two phones um, side by side and fire them at the same time and then put those two into the app and uh, align them uh, Sure, you can because you can load cool. left and right um, you know separately uh, and then you can you can uh, move the the nodal point uh, which is the point of convergence so that's um, that's easy then, then. you just it. need two iPhone 12 Max Pros and put them next to each other and <laughs> on a rig and then you're but all set the interesting thing is how well this works just on the street um, again, with things that are not moving, but it is really effective. And I posted a few on the Discord. Does it give you? Yeah, uh, that was does what. It, does that it was give what? you guides? Like, like, um, do you get like a little uh, translucent version of the first one yes. so you can align the second one? Exactly right. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. So, I have to get so you that. get it. So you can go. Oh, I, I, I can focus on the second tree as being my. Nodal I see. point or see. or further, right. and you yeah. can line it that up. That sounds like sounds like the next challenge. <laughs> it sounds like fun. Uh, I like 3D it. 3D yeah. challenge would be really in the Discord. Nice. I've been looking at the pictures popping up in the Discord. The anaglyph. Do you have your do you have fun, glasses? I've, I've not done that. No. no I so I th so there's yeah. ton, tons on Amazon for just a couple of quid, Ema, but it's the same ones that you wear. Well, in I've the ordered cinema, even yeah? just some cardboard uh, ones no. to be honest, but. No. No, the cinema have electronic glasses that alternate polarized. Oh, not here they don't, Jeremiah. <laughs> Are you <laughs> saying that they're red and green glasses in the they're, cinema? Uh, no, they're um they look like a little cheap black pair of sunglasses no, no, that you those put Those aren't those are polarized lenses and they they operate uh, a different technique of 3D. Okay, okay. Uh, it, okay. one is horizontal one is so the, the red the red eye and the green eye the little cardboard ones like yeah, we used the to cheap, have years ago. cheap ones yeah. and okay. and uh, i i have seen i think i i think i've mentioned this before i think it was a thomas demand shot big 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 anaglyph shot at a museum show wow. uh, and glasses were on the wall for everybody i saw to jaws pick. too oh, in the cinema God, it was 3d so um like that I so so I I have half an idea that um, to print a short a small zine uh, on pulp paper like mm. you print a comic on because <clears throat> sure. this is this this is how I experienced three D images as a kid you'd have a you'd have a comic Co comics uh, and the glasses would be on the front of a comic and I have yeah, half yeah, a, yeah. half an idea to try and do that see just what it would look like with my own photography oh, yeah, rather yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. Or, or or a group of people could could compile it um, and then you could ship a pair of glasses with every copy of the zine it looked good you could you could, you could get people it's to fun. submit shots yeah. to that now through the kind of couldn't you yeah yeah, yeah. so cool. it's fun it's, go it's goofy let me let me I bring up uh, my pick of the week and this has nothing to do with any of this is nothing to do with well <clears throat> a bit to do with photography um, you know, you know how we are all kind of locked down, hunkered down, being isolating and not being out there. I mean, yeah, I, I think I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So, so how about going somewhere and just driving around the street and listening to the radio there? There's a website that does that for you. And I find it strangely intriguing it's called drive and listen and you can go to different places in the world it's a bit jerky in the video but it's actually very smooth when you have it on your web browser then you can go to like any of these cities let's say you want to drive in dublin so it'll bring up oh, wow. dublin cool. and at the same time <laughs> oh there my God, is, i know where that is <laughs> there is dublin <laughs> fm 104 playing on the car radio so oh you can I'm not putting it on here because of like a content strike kind of thing, but don't knock um, over the cyclist. <laughs> here's Dunedin that's in New Zealand. So if you want to go to New Zealand wow. and drive around New Zealand, that's uh, oh, there yeah. with New Zealand radio, the hits ninety eighty nine point four. Or you want to? Be you don't control. You don't. You don't control where you're going. Right? No, it's, it's videos. Free. It's yeah. just videos. But it's it's being yeah. in a different mm -hmm. city, listening to the radio there, and driving city. around. City, yeah. And Florence, it's so can you drive around Florence? It's yeah, yeah. so intriguing. Florence. Istanbul, let's go to Turkey. 
that's that sounds like a, that's a great idea. It you know, a, a colleague sort of, of mine put me onto a thing recently. He says on one of his monitors, he often runs a, a webcam of a, a watering hole in an African wildlife reserve and just sits there. Yeah, you know, when when lockdown and work gets really stressful, he just turn and look at his other monitor where there's like uh, g- gazelles, you know, taking a drink and stuff like that in real time. It's on Rodeo Drive. Yeah, that is Los Angeles. There we go. <laughs> that's Rodeo Drive. I know exactly where that is. <laughs> so, a, uh, and it's playing NPR so news. So manicured, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. KCRW, sure. So, um, I think By the way, to that point, to that point, there is an app, uh there is an app um I I don't know what it's called. Uh it's a radio app. Uh you get a globe of the world and any place you touch I remember. Oh, that sounds you. nice too. Yeah, I'll that have to radio. I'll have to find that. I have that but I, if we if yeah, we find it, we put terrific. it in the show notes. Otherwise, we'll bring it up next time because that is intriguing. Okay. Too. So that is it for this episode. That was a whole a whole ton of fun to prepare and to do and make <laughs> and um and to it find was. out. It was. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I me too. It. I did. Me too. And driving around in I, some weird place in the world is cool yeah. too definitely like that so that's it for yeah. this week everyone thanks for your time and we'll be back soon bye 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 you've been listening to the future of photography subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts Find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com.